Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy Duplantis. And we're right here again in the boardroom. We're so glad you're here oh, to join us. glory to God. And I think we had a wonderful time last week speaking to you. And I want to thank everybody that tune into these boardroom chats. It's such a blessing of the Lord. It's a lot more work for me and a lot more work for you. But we don't care. We enjoy preaching this gospel and ministering and, and giving you and telling you what we think. And if you notice, we don't hide nothing <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. And the title of what I'm going to talk about today is going to shock you. Too many people are going around naked. Uh -oh. Kathy, are you naked? No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> she far said, from it. Far from it, praise you're, the Lord. I know you're talking about my spirit. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> praise I, the Lord. I, I, I kind of like my yellow Yeah, balls. I know, you're looking good. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I want you to, I want to talk about the armor of God. Mm. I want to talk about the reason why so many people, how come Satan sometimes is so successful in attacking Christians? Mm. Because they're walking around naked. They're walking around without the armor of God, or they may have some of the armor and they've lost a few pieces. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that. So I, I want to, but first we have to back everything we say up by scripture. So let's go to the book of Ephesians, Kathy, okay. at chapter six. And I want to start reading with verse, uh, verse 10, we'll start. He says, this is Paul talking to the church at Ephesus. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So in other words, we should be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not your might right. or someone else's might, not someone else's faith, your faith. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and the so, Amplified says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered amen. through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provide. So it's something he provides. That's right. So now if God says we can have that through the word, then why aren't we having it? Mm -hmm. Why aren't people doing better than they are? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we'll answer that after a while. And I'll tell you the reason why it's a lack of teaching. It's a lack of what I call good, sound doctrine, biblical teaching. Not somebody's opinions, That's what true. Jesus said. And Jesse, you know, even in the natural, if it was cold outside, you wouldn't neglect putting your coat on no. or even putting uh -uh. your clothes on. You'd be going, out. I, mean, I don't go outside in a cold day without my slippers on. That's right. So it's important that we realize that we have a responsibility to get dressed. God's gonna not going to dress us right. in this armor that we're going to well, talk you do, about. He does it when you're a baby Christian, like you dress a he baby. He provides it But after it a while, you us. teach them to dress themselves. That's true. That's good. That's good, isn't God's it? God's good. Lord, God. you got to teach them to dress themselves. So my point is this. I personally believe, well, I'm going to just tell you, God believes this too. Every one of us should be textualist. Whatever this text says. That's right. This is what we do. That's why Jesus was so successful when everybody thought he was a failure. Mm -hmm. He said, I only say what my father says. And I only do what my father says to do. Now, that's a textualist. I want to keep reading. I want to reverse it in again. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, watch this. Put on the whole armor of God. Not some of it. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Right. I want to talk about the armor of God. And then we're going to deal with this in further scripture. What is the armor of God? Well, we have to, we have to declare that. The armor of God is the armor of light. In other words, when you're walking in the armor of God, people automatically know that you are a Christian. There's something about you that better than anybody else. Not that you, and I say better than anybody else. I'm talking about your spirit, man. You're a live spirit housed in a soul and clothed in a body. So in other words, what Satan sees, because he's not a faith devil, he's a flesh devil. What the world sees should be nothing but light. And they ought to be looking at you like this. You see what I'm saying? Because of the brightness of God inside of you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So what is the armor of God? The armor of God is the armor of light. Now, I want to keep reading verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
That means sister so-and-so may look like a devil, sound like a devil, smell like a devil, but she's not the devil. Mm -hmm. She's not. She may be listening to the devil or brother so-and-so listening. No, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now watch these here. This is classification, but against principalities. That's one. Mm -hmm. Against powers. That's two. Against the rulers of the darkness. That's three. Of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's four. Mm-hmm. He says four different classifications oh. of demons and devils. You see what I'm saying? And 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 it's it's built like an arm, like a, the army. Mm-hmm. You, you got to understand. God has uh, the war angel Michael. Mm-hmm. He has Gabriel the messenger. You see what I'm saying? And all the different types of angels. Now watch this. God, God says in verse 13, "Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God." I want you to understand the word "whole armor of God." All of it, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Boy, don't we have some evil days right now? Mm-hmm. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Right. Then it tells you, I might as well read it, having yeah. your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all. Above all what? Above all the previous things he says, loins girded about with truth, breastplate of righteousness, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the devil. Now, here's the problem with a lot of Christian people. They're, the devil has been shooting darts at them for, I don't know, hundreds of years, and they're walking around with the darts on the shield. Mm-hmm. You don't carry the darts. You carry the shield. In other words, you knock the darts off. You know, and that's why people say, you know what happened in 1935? No, I wasn't born in 1935. <laughs> you still got that dart in that shield. Yeah. And if you look at the Roman shield, Paul was chained to a Roman guard. You see what I'm saying? And they didn't just have a little small shield. They had a, a complete body shield. And it was amazing. And they used a war tactic called the turtle, which meant when they came in as a garrison, they literally surrounded themselves with their shields and put a shield on top of their head and all around. So anything hitting was hitting the shields. Mm-hmm. So their bodies were not hurt in any way, shape, or form. And they were always taking care of their shield. I heard that they were... They were they were soaking it in water. That's so right, that it making sure everything's fine. It would be, wouldn't be brittle. So they were always preparing, and even that's an example of, of how we have to guard our hearts mm-hmm. and use the shield of faith. And I watch it, verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. Didn't say the cap. Mm-hmm. The helmet, which means your head is covered. If you ever ride motorcycles, they got all kind of helmets, but the best one for protection is a full face <laughs> helmet. You know what that means? You can't see your face. It's covered. Watch it. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Mm-hmm. Praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseveration and supplication for all saints. Now, I want to talk about the armor of God. I want you to listen. The armor of God is the armor of light. The only way people are going to know that you're a Christian and the only way Satan's going to know that you are a strong Christian is your armor. Mm-hmm. You see, it's what is he seeing? Because it's, this is made for them to see in the natural. You see what I'm trying to say? So when you understand, people say, well, but Jesse, have you ever thought about backslide? No. Why? Because my head's covered. How come, but Jesse, you're able to do this and able to do that? And not because I have any more faith than you, but I keep my shield of faith in front of me. Now, the problem with a lot of Christian people, gather, they're behind their shield talking like we get a little closer to me. And they say, you think the devil's gone? I don't know. Why don't you look? Okay. And they look, they get hit in the head. So they say, keep your head behind the shield and keep your helmet on. Now, what happens sometimes is that we get attacked and we lose a piece of the armor. And all you got to do is, put, is fix it and put it back, which is a point that I want to say. Never continue your journey in faith imperfectly armed. Satan attacks where there is a weakness. He don't attack where there's strength. He sees, okay, let's say that 
Then some people say, I just don't know if I'm saved. That's a weak helmet. Mm -hmm. That means your helmet's cracked. That means there's something wrong. See, so where is he going to attack? Right there. He's not going to attack that shield of faith mm -hmm. because you'll knock his brains out. He's surely not going to touch that sword of the spirit. He can't. So he looks for weak places to attack you. And there's so many Christian people, they have their armor on, but a lot of it is broken up in pieces. And they, by not coming to church, by not doing what God tells them to do, mm -hmm. they do not repair their armor. You understand what I'm I saying? Do. I you have something it. to say on it? Go no, ahead. Good. Okay. So when you understand that, the people say, but just say, how come you don't get depressed and discouraged and despondent? <laughs> well, I, I'm not bragging on myself. I have a complete armor. People say, you're so full of joy. I got a complete armor. You're giving me all these compliments. Forget that. It's not me. It's what I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. You see, it's the clothes of office. It's the clothes of God. It dictates who I am, what I am, and what I'm supposed to do, to do which is I'm a soldier of the Lord Jesus that's Christ. That's right. And, you know, Jesse, I was just thinking about how important it is to recognize the armor that's already been given to us by God. You just read it in yeah, scripture. Yeah, it's given by but God. But have confidence in it. You know, when you don't have confidence that your armor is going to work, you know, you're right. timid and you, you hang in the back and you don't move forward the way you need to. But God wants us to have confidence in what his word has said. He says, I've already given you these things. These belong to you. You didn't manufacture the, them yourselves. God gave them to us. And when yeah. we take them on and have confidence in it, we can have boldness in the day of battle. That's Right. And, and we could run towards our giant like David did. Exactly he like ran did. toward him. And while he was running, he was speaking and declaring things. Amen. But, you know, I believe that you get empowered to understand the armor when you spend time in prayer. And, you know, a lot of people, when they read about the armor of God, they don't study that verse 18. That's really part of the armor to me. That's well, like praying the, always. the glue that pulls all of it together. And when they're praying in the spirit, Amen. then they're, they're able to receive... Well, this is pr praying in the Spirit, building up your most holy faith. Yeah, praying in the Holy Now watch Ghost. this. How many things that God has given you that you haven't received yet? And you keep asking for something that he's already given you. It's like this. Here's a cup of water. Okay, uh, my executive secretary, Mary, gave me this cup of water. If I kept hollering at Mary, Mary, I need some water. Mm -hmm. Mary, I need some water. Mary, she said, uh, I, I put it in the tables in front of you. Mary, I need some water. Mary. That water's in front of Mary, maybe if she took it and threw it in my face, I might figure it out. See what I'm saying? You see, there's a lot of people that by his stripes you were healed. Were healed. That doesn't mean you're going to get attacked. But why do you keep the sickness? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching. Don't get mad at me. I, I felt it in the spirit. Oh, wait, wait a minute. God, God gave you something. Now, you just keep declaring what he says and not declaring what you see. You don't deny what you see. That would be stupid. You deny it's right to affect you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I've had many opportunities to fail. You've heard me say it a thousand times. I just don't take any. Right. And I've been doing this. I've been, I've been saved since 1974, which I think is 46 years from this uh, taping here. September. Se uh, Liberty Weekend, 1974. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you, so I have walked in the light. That doesn't mean the devil hadn't fought me. I have had some battles, but the battle is the battle's not my choice. Mm -hmm. But the outcome is... I choose whether to win or to lose. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why some people don't seem to uh, win very much because they go into battle without the armor. Mm -hmm. You're going to get hurt. It's going to happen, see? And you may love the Lord with all your heart, soul, body, name it. But if you're not doing what this says, you can't blame God for you being wounded. You see, he was, you know, he, Jesus was wounded, so you don't have to be wounded. You follow what I'm saying? So I want you to understand that the armor of God is the armor of light. 
Now watch this. Why don't people enjoy the armor of God? I see a lot of Christian people. They're not enjoying their salvation. I tell you what, boy, I tell you what, just another day. <laughs> just another day to go through this sad, sick world. Oh, Jesus. You know, let me give you the point. I wrote it down right before it came. I put it in a little piece of paper. You enjoy it when you're in full and proper relationship or relation with God. I enjoy my salvation, Lord. I enjoy being saved. Why? Because I'm better than you? No. Because I have more faith than you? No. Uh, you know, because I'm a minister of the gospel? No. Because I'm world known? No. All that's a no because you keep talking about me. It ain't got anything to do with me, but it has everything to do with my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. See, so when I put on the whole armor of God, you know when clothes fit you good, makes you feel good, Right? Right. Well, the reason why people are not enjoying their salvation is not because of the attacks of Satan, because their clothes is not fitting right. Right. Because they're not they're in improper relations with God. Now, I'm going to say something that makes people mad. God's word is him. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. Oh, Lord, I don't want to say this. The Lord is telling me, say it. When you are not a tither, that's improper relationship. Mm -hmm. You open up an area here. But I can't afford to. <laughs> yes, you can. Hmm. Yes, you can. You can do that. See, but the problem is you're thinking about, the, about you giving when you ought to be thinking about you receiving the 30, the 60, the 100, more than enough, like Malachi yeah. 3, uh, verse 10 says. Yeah. You see, that, that's an improper relationship. Okay, watch that. When you're fighting each other in church, you're fighting your brother and sister, what's happening? You're slapping each other with your armor. That's an improper relationship that That's opens good. up avenues for Satan to get in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what does he do? He causes confusion. But he's first going to steal from you. And then he's going to kill you. And then from killing you, he's going to destroy everything that's anything about you. So nobody ever remember you. That's your family, everything. You see, so that's what I mean. The reason why people are not comfortable being saved, because sometimes, actually, I'm going to say all the time, they have an improper relationship with God Almighty. The reason why marriages break up, improper relationships. That's just the fact, man. I mean, you know, well, you have to learn to, and you know, love is a growth process. It's like a plant, you know. You see what I'm saying? And the more you marry, the longer, the more you ought to love each other. But it looks like sometimes people say, I'll love you for as long as it lasts. Mm -mm. You just made a provision for failure. Right. Why would you do such a stupid thing? Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do by your feeling. I, I, no, no. It has to do by your heart. You see what I'm trying to say? And when you know in whom you have believed, when you're here, then God honors you and blesses you. You got something to say, well, Kathy? Well, you know, I was, looking, I was listening, but I was looking for a verse of scripture that I you knew. Was and I, but uh, I know I was looking over was here at my listening. iPad. Hallelujah. I know, man, looked like I wasn't, but I really was looking because there's a verse yes. of scripture and I well, haven't found it. it yet. But it talked. Jesus talked about how we're supposed to be, you know, dressed in readiness, mm -hmm. and and it's up to us to get dressed and stay clothed with the armor of God and actually uh, uh, value it. Well, do we value what God has already provided for us? Well, if we do, we're going to activate it. We're going to put it on. I guarantee, you, if you're walking around naked, you're going to get everybody's attention. <laughs> That's true. Naked people get attention real quick. Yeah. Almost naked you know people what? get attention They're, real Everybody quick. probably heard the story of, <laughs> as a child of the emperor's new clothes, how he thought he had, you know, it was always loving new clothes. If you don't, you may not know. Maybe you, you no, didn't no, hear this story. I, I but it's a beautiful little childhood story how the emperor never was loved a child. to get dressed. <laughs> My dad and mom never let me be a child. I had to work. But he had this tailor who was <laughs> pretending, I guess, to be making him clothes, and he put it on him, and everybody around him said, oh, that's such a beautiful outfit. And he's walking around. He had nothing on. 
you know, but it was just a farce, you know. But we, we have something to put on. We need to recognize that God has created beautiful clothing for us. That's right. He's actually clothed us from the inside out. But in addition to that, he gives us all the weapons and all the things necessary to live as an overcomer in this life today. And the clothing hides the imperfections. Yes. Yeah, so, That's correct. Yeah. And a lot of, and, okay, let me give you an example. Naked people get attention. I don't care who you are. I mean, you want to cause a car accident, let a naked woman start walking down the interstate. I'll tell you what, wham, everybody hitting the brakes. Or a naked man, whatever. Watch that. Okay, let's go to the beach. I'm going to show you how dumb I am sometimes. I don't know what women wear in terms of their uh, uh, bathing suits, mm -hmm. bikinis and things. So this man said, look at that woman. She's wearing a thong. So I looked at her feet. Th that's what you call a thong. Is that correct? The feet. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the uh, flip-flops. Flip we call flops. them sometimes flip-flops. He said, the people no, call them wrong. Thongs. Wrong place. <laughs> the wrong place. I said, what? He said, get a little higher. Get a little higher. And, and I went, oh. oh. I said, yeah. Now watch that. And I'm telling you, that girl had everybody's attention on that beach, including the women. Now, the women were like this. <laughs> the men were saying, ooh, and all this kind of craziness, which was wrong to do that. Now, why did she do that? Why was she so proud of that? Because you know what? You talk about speaking volumes, and then you get mad if somebody makes a play for you. Now, I'm not against women, or vice versa. I've seen men, what do they call them things? The men wear some Speedos, uh, or whatever, all, all kind of crazy stuff. You see what I'm saying? And, and what happens is, what are you trying to prove? What, 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 what? Because all that stuff's gonna die. All of it's gonna go south. I'm 71 years old, I'm telling you, it's going south. You mm -hmm. understand? Now you can suck it up, tighten it up, pull it up, but everybody will know. Like you'll have a facelift like this. <laughs> you say, can anybody tell? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, they can tell. They're just being nice enough to say nothing. Not wrong with facelifts. I'm not against that. What I'm saying is this. Be fully clothed, especially because Satan is not looking at you to enjoy your beauty. He's looking for a place to shoot you, kill you, and beat your brains out. That's, he is a serial killer. I can't emphasize that enough. He's a serial killer. So put on the whole armor of God and God will minister. I believe she gave me, a, is it Luke 12? No, this is the verse I was looking oh, okay. for. Okay, I'm starting says, to preach it. So interrupt me because you do it all the time. So go ahead. But I was looking at, uh, for some reason, I, maybe it's a different translation that I had read it in, but it says, uh -huh. keep your loins girded and your lamps burning. Amen. And so he just meant keep yourself ready for the days ahead. Right. And what, when, and when your loins girded, in those days they wore these long flowing robes. And right. when they were ready to do a job or a work or, you know, run, they would pick up their long robes and they'd put it. Right. And, and they put it up tight. See, the reason why you and have to... And that's part of, yeah. of making sure that you're ready to do whatever God's called you Let to do. Let me tell you why you should be fully clothed. Full armor of God, perfectly fitting you so you can move and function properly with no imperfections, not a piece missing. We're in a war, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a serial killer out here. And I'm telling you, man, he comes to kill, to steal, to kill, and destroy in every area. That's all he thinks is death. Mm -hmm. You, you want to talk Star Wars? He's the dark side. You see what I'm trying to say? It, and watch it about the dark side. It's very tempting because it shows power. But if you know, most of his power is killing, manipulating, and destroying mm -hmm. Darth Vader. Controlling, yeah. You know, remember that glory? When I hear that, I go, oh, where's he at? You know, that kind of stuff. And why, and, 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 but it's crippling because the worse you are, the worse, the worse you become. Watch this. Darth Vader looked like he was pretty strong, right? Yeah, he looked like he built good. The emperor. Because he's completely darkness. 
You see what I'm saying? Where Darth Vader, it just got just a little bit of light in there. And that's why Luke Skywalker could say that. Mm -hmm. And then if, you, if you've seen the movie, you know, I'm using that as an analogy. But the, 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 the uh, emperor says, I didn't feel that. Because when you're so totally dark, there is no light. It's like a, a black hole. Light cannot escape it. That's how dark it is. Mm -hmm. Now, why do we keep this on? So it's, the, it's verse 11, that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, we learn to use this armor, but how do you learn to use it? But you learn to use it and wear it by studying Jesus' life. Mm -hmm. And the Amplified uh, and, 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 says and, 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 the strategies and deceits of the devil. The yeah, wiles. He's, he's, a, he, yeah, he's got strategy. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to live my life by studying Jesus' life. Now, I've studied the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter, the Apostle John. I mean, I love all the great characters of God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. All, I like all that. Ho. Oh, but when I get to Jesus, mm -hmm. no imperfections. That's right. Ready for this? No financial interruptions. No deficits. Healed. The only time Jesus was sick was on the cross. Mm -hmm. He had your cancer on him, your diabetes, your high blood pressure, your crippling arthritis, your summer colds, winter colds, and any other kind of cold. COVID-19. I don't know what the other one is. Is it COVID-1? Anything one? new is that COVID might have been. I don't he know how many COVIDs they got. He already carried it. He was sick. Not only was he beat to a pulp, he was sick. Fever. Everything you could think of. Why? Because by his stripes. Now you understand why I believe in healing? Mm -hmm. Ye were healed. He paid a price that no one could afford. That's why I believe you can walk in divine healing, divine health, and divine life. Mm -hmm. This is becoming a good boardroom chat here. Because when you understand, but if you're walking around naked, every devil in hell knows where you are. Mm -hmm. Every person knows where, and let me tell you, they may say this, well, he's a Christian, but look how he dressed. Mm -hmm. well, he's a Christian, but look how he dressed. Talking about the spirit here, the yeah. armor of life. Well, so, Jesse, you know, let, so let, me, let me read this point and then you can talk, keep your thought. We learn to use this armor by watching and studying Jesus' life. That's what you did. Yeah. That's how you got me saved. You begin to talk like, smell like, be like Christ when you accepted Christ through Billy Graham's ministry. That's true. That caught my attention. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I was and dressed you, differently. You was totally <laughs> dressed different. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. Now, that's an amazing thing. Now, watch this. Kathy was totally dressed, and I was naked as a jaybird because I was, I, was, I was a sinner. Yeah. But that didn't stop you from reaching out and believing this word that you have the promise of your family down to a thousand generations. I didn't mean to cut your thought off, but go ahead. Well, I've already moved on to another thought. Oh, well, go ahead. We'll go <laughs> but, back to that thought. Well, I don't, I don't remember what that thought was. You, <laughs> yeah, you had okay. it written down. You could have waited on me. That's <laughs> okay. gone. Maybe it'll come back. But, you know, I just realized how important it is for us to recognize that we need to stay dressed up in the armor of God so that we can do the right things, make the right decisions, and be the reflection of Christ that we need to be. We have a lot of great testimonies. Let me just transition okay. to that. Maybe it'll... Now, now, let me tell you something. When people send in testimonies, you know what's happening? They're enjoying their armor. They're enjoying their yeah, success. Yeah, and this one says, from Joy, says, I from have a new... What's the name? 
Joy. Joy, okay. Has a, it says, I have a new habit, binge in the word. Thank you for serving it well. <laughs> Hallelujah, I like that. <laughs> Enjoying you from the Philippines. Isn't that awesome? Say, Joy, you like the buffet, don't you? <laughs> you just like get as much as you can because it's only She's one binging. price. <laughs> a new habit. That's a good habit to like have. That. And you know, this habit today is, is feeding you with the word of God from the inside out and you're fully clothed Hallelujah. with the armor of God. This is another great, we have them from all over the world. This is Kakariri. Ka, ka, is Wait, the let, me, name, let me look at that name. Uh, K-A Kakari. Kakarira. It's, a, it's an unusual name because it's, it's someone we're not aware right. of. Maybe it's familiar in that area. It says, we love your preaching from Uganda. Praise the Thank Lord. Thank you. And this one, Tape, watching from West Africa, Ivory Coast. Mm -hmm. Isn't that awesome? And I love this one. I read this a little earlier, so it's a little longer. It says, from Elise. Thank you for this message, Dr. and Mrs. Duplantis. I love your messages. This one in particular, it's helped me in my personal and professional relationships. Because, you know, how many of these have we done? Like 26, something I, like that? I'm not that. sure, but I'm A whole bunch of them, and we're going to continue every week doing them. goes on to say, we should always keep the first pure and good thought in front of our conversations. Never lose sight of what we are trying to accomplish through the goodness of what we're trying to convey or achieve. And always let the Holy Spirit guide us in our patience and thought patterns. So it must have been about the thoughts they, they had watched. This must be a really recent one. It says, God bless you both and our beloved Holy Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me just say this. Uh, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not trying to think of anyone. Why do preachers mess up? Man, you put your trust in a preacher. Right? You put your trust in a priest. All of a sudden you find out something terrible. They're not wearing their armor. They want to blame it on this. I worked hard. You know, and, and, and that's true. You, when your body gets tired, you make stupid decisions. Mm -hmm. That's true. But what happens is you can speak this from the natural point of view instead of from the spiritual point of view. Now, you know, I had a man tell me this that day, but Jesse, I've been watching you for, I started with you 42 years ago in full-time ministry. You've never had a scandal. Now, some people thought I had a scandal when they charged me about a, I had four jets and I, I'm never, that's not true. Yeah, I'm never a lying accusation that's is lying not a scandal. Accusation. I can prove all that. That's <laughs> it's an issue. attack of the enemy. Let me tell you why. A because while. When I walk out strategy. in this world, I keep my whole armor on. That's right. You see, now I'm not better than anybody else, but I hear excuses. This, I was this and I was that. And I, and I spent so much time in the word that I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't. Well, you can spend time in the Word. If you're truly spending time in the Word, God will tell you, rest. Now, if you disobey, you can break your body down. But you shouldn't. That doesn't mean you have to sin in the process. I, 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 that's, that's called faulty excuses in my humble opinion. Mm -hmm. You see, I made up my mind. Look, Jesus' power is strong enough to keep you the day you're born again to the day you see him face to face, whether yeah. it's by the rapture of the church or by the grave. Right, because the Holy And Spirit, I know it happens. I know it happens. Right. The Holy but, Spirit is, is speaking. It depends whether we're listening and obeying. I made up my mind that I would not trample on the blood of Jesus. I did that as a baby Christian. Because I saw Christian men and women who I esteem begin to fall by the wayside, steal money, start sleeping with women. Uh, uh, I'm making suggestions and I don't know, whatever they do. And they want to get back in men and just expect you to forgive them. And you should forgive them. But sometimes some people have a hard time forgetting. Now, God does it, but some people do. So, I mean, you know, the best thing to do is avoid that. Mm -hmm. And how you avoid that? Walking daily with Jesus. That means you can still be close to your family. Let me give you a prime example of what Kathy would do. 
I have traveled. Can I say this? And Jody knows it. My, I have probably one of the greatest daughters that anybody could ever have because she understood what I did as far as ministry. But you see, I, I was gone a lot constantly. So Kathy, in a sense, raised Jody, and I would come in on the weekends or, or I would come in on Thursday, Friday, yeah. and Saturday, then I was Sun back out again. Saturday, Sunday was your work day. But what I loved day. about you is, you know, women sometimes fight their husbands preaching or, or husbands fight their wives preaching, something like that. What mm-hmm. Kathy did was she did not focus on me going away. You focused on me coming back. Right. Because you see, if you keep focusing, my God, you're going again, you're going again. After a while, you're causing trouble here. Mm-hmm. So you would focus on me coming back. Dad's coming home tomorrow. Things that are in the boy and I mean, Jody get excited. And let me tell you, when I got there, I had friends want me to go fishing, hunting, you know, and I like all that stuff. I'm not good at it, but I like it. But I said, I, they said, man, you want to go fishing Friday? And I got home on Thursday. I said, no. What do you, what, what, you, got, you got plans? Yeah. What's your plan? I'm walking the mall with Jody and Kathy. You're walking the mall. Yeah. Why? What they call that? That's good time. Yeah, it's called quality time. Quality time. Not quantity. I said, not quantity. We don't, quality. We had now, quality Kathy would tell times. me this sometimes. Why don't you just go fishing? Or, uh, you know, you can't go fishing. And they were trying to be now. I said, no, quality time. I made sure that my quality time would, would never be interrupted with my family when I was there. Do you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Jody appreciated that. And yeah. Kathy appreciated that. But what I loved about Kathy, and to your, to your credit, you focused on me coming back. In other words, Jody wrote an article that shocked you. You said that, she said, party time is all the time when dad's home. It's any time, yeah, when yeah, dad's any home. time, something like that. And that's what I'm talking You see, I focus on Jesus Christ 100% of my life. That's my life. Right. I focus on it. That doesn't mean I have not made mistakes. I have made mistakes. But the only time I have made a mistake is when I took my eye off. Watch my eye when I did this. And I began to focus on something else or whatever. Well, and, Jesse, I remember you know, early in ministry, you had great advice from an elderly oh, minister. And Brother Cecil Janway. Cecil Janway. That's when we were with District the Assemblies of God. District of the Assemblies of God. Of Louisiana. What a wonderful man he and was. And he gave you great advice. And, and you were already operating in that way, but it reinforced what you knew to I be gotta true. i got to tell him what he said. Please tell him. Bro- Brother Janway was just a phenomenal man. He's in heaven. And boy, I mean, did God get a jewel he when he got He was from Virginia. Arkansas, but he loved the Cajun people. Yeah. He was always imitating our Cajun. He never called me uh, Reverend Duplain. He called me Brother Duplanty, which means French, you know, Duplanty. Then he told, me, he told me this. He said, you have a unique anointing and you are jam-packed in auditoriums and convention centers mm-hmm. and churches. And I thought, well, that's pretty nice that the district is superintendent was saying that. Mm-hmm. He said, but I have a word from the Lord, Brother Duplanty. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, sir. He said, if you're in town and people are getting out of wheelchairs that have been crippled from day one, People being healed of stage four cancer that you can physically see. The dead being raised. Graves are open up. Revivals exploding. And Kathy calls you and tells you to come home. You shut that meeting down and you go home. Mm-hmm. I went, yes, sir. Because I'm going to tell you something about God. He can take care. What happens is they, that Satan will use that. To destroy your family. Right. And I did do that. I, you, I, I did. I, I had some of the most phenomenal. I didn't make that phone call, but you, no. we, you didn't neglect the family as well. Do you that remember meant. that time? I think you were with me. We, when I, you were I, home, you were home 100% yeah. with us. I remember one time I was finishing out my revival. I believe you were with me. To make a long story short, uh, the pulpit, I mean, people standing everywhere. We had people outside, okay? And I had been there four days, Sunday, Sunday, five, five service, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Jam packed, standing. I mean, I'm. Thousands of people. 
This pulpit that I would preach from, when you put your Bible down, it had a lip on it, maybe about this high, so you couldn't mm -hmm. see our Bible. So the pastor came up and said, Brother Jesse, what a blessing of God. This such and he put and he said, and he did this with his hand and looked down and uh, uh, he said, there was a check there for fifteen thousand dollars. Well, it's a, well, a huge amount of money and oh, was especially and still is a huge amount, but that then. was a major huge amount of money back then. And I looked at it, he said, if you'll, and then he leaned on my, he said, if you'll extend this meeting, keep it going, I'll give you that money. <laughs> and I said, thank you. No, thank you. And I took the check right there and I just handed it back to him. Why? First, I'm not for sale. Mm -hmm. I'm not for sale. I will not prostitute the anointing of God. Right. And I already had prayed about that. And the Lord said, go home. And it was just that simple. You see what I'm saying? Now, how did I know that? Did I need that $15,000? You better know I did. For ministry, not for me personally, but for ministry. But I had my armor fit me right. You see, I was comfortable in what I was doing. I had studied Jesus' life and still do it. Uh, uh, I made sure that no pieces were broken. I kept myself in shape, spiritually speaking. Not bragging on myself. So... And my family was intact, and it's still intact till today. And Jody still understands, and it's just such a blessing. And many of you ministers, I believe that's for you, some of you. Some of you, that's how Satan gets to you. All of a sudden, we find out that you committed adultery. I couldn't think straight. Well, why? Because I was tired? Uh, in one sense, yes. But what happened was, a piece of your armor was broken. And you went out on that journey with an imperfect armor. Mm -hmm. You can't go to war if your gun don't shoot. Mm-hmm. If you left the bullets at the house. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go with a broke. I mean, it may run for a while, but you're going to get into a situation where you need that rifle. You need that tank, whatever you operating at 100, maybe 110 percent capacity. Right. And that's why people mess up. And, you know, Jesse, I was just thinking about how the armor that God gives you fits you perfectly. You, he has designed it like a, a designer garment just for you exclusively. Amen. It's designer. And I was thinking about how uh, David, when he was about ready to go to war against Goliath, uh -huh. and how Saul tried to put his armor that's on, right. on David. He was a boy. It didn't fit. And, no. he, and it wasn't tried. So he says, no, I'm going to, I can't use that proven armor. Is the word. It wasn't yeah. proven. He says, I, I, I'm going to go out with the arm, with the weapons that God has given me. So he was, his, what he had was unique to him. And what God has given you is unique to you. He will give you the wisdom and the understanding to let you know that you are well able to defeat the, the oh, attack that's coming against the you. Of the, enemy. the Holy Spirit empowers us and gives us wisdom to attack the, the, that stronghold that's in front of us. Isn't right. that true? See, and so I, David I, had to learn that, that he couldn't let someone else outfit him. You know, people go into department right. stores and people try to outfit him, put him on their style. You ever tried somebody, somebody tried to give you a shirt once and you said, that's just not my style. Even my little granddaughter. No, when you tried to buy her something oh, in the I, store. But did she, she put says, me down? Did she put me yes, down in said, that store? Yes, she said, Grandfather, that's not my style. <laughs> yeah. I said, boy, I like these jeans, Meredith. Would you like to him? You ought to wear it. She goes. That's not my style. Mm -hmm. Then I found how old I really was. <laughs> She's looking through a child. No, we're not a child. Yeah. She, you know, they think they're little adults. She was yeah. 11 or 12 years old. 11 years old? Something oh, like that. she was younger. Maybe younger. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a black. But I said, that's right. Everybody has their own style. Let me tell you something. David didn't wait for Goliath to attack him. The Bible said he ran toward him. Yes. You see, now, you can't run if your clothes is too tight. If it's not working right and everything, you have to be completely, uh, 
loose and ready to go at a moment's time. Everything and in place. Everything in place. That's what I'm talking about. So you know what? I, I, I'm sad when I hear that ministers messed up or they have to take time off because, I don't know, they committed some sin. And I don't know if they did or not, but you know, there are a lot of rumors and junk. You know. But you know what? You don't have to do that if you just listen. You mean, a lot of what do you mean it, don't have to do that? Well, you don't have to fall in the sin. You don't right. have to do those kind of things. But of that God nature. also provides a restoration process. Well, sure he does. But there's a time factor to that, and I believe that God well, brings people in our path to amen. help us to, to get back in position to work. I ready. have been royally criticized because of my mercy. Tell us I, that's, that. Okay, that, let me finish that. I, and don't lose your thought now. I'm not I'll get you a piece it. of paper if you want to write it down. <laughs> and uh, I extend mercy. And Just people don't say, take too long. Okay, Jessica, too much mercy. Don't you know? make your long story okay, short. All right, if you shut up, I'll do it. <laughs> she keeps interrupting me, man. How do you like that? I, I love it. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm used to it. It's been 50 years of it, praise God. I re I'm going to extend mercy. I don't care if you mess up and did the worst thing in the world. I'm going to say, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. Jesse, the planters will forgive you. And I'm not bragging on myself, but I'm telling you. And I will forget. I'll just believe with you. But I'm going to tell you something. The people out there are not going to do that. So don't, so don't expect that, you know, they're going to say, well, I gave to you. How I know you're not going to do it again? So don't never do it, and they'll never have that kind of excuse. Go ahead. That's right. Well, I was thinking about, and this is one of your sermons that you've preached. It's a great illustration about somebody who made a mistake and fell, but God had a restoration plan sure. in progress, and that was Samson. Do you remember oh. how he, oh, he, yeah. he, he messed up and he gave away? He, well, you want me to tell that story? Well, it was beautiful the way he did, and then he got blinded. So okay. you go ahead and tell that. But, so you know, powerful. We got all kind of different denominations, non-denominations, and denomination with restoration periods. Mm -hmm. Okay, I used God. He said, I want to talk to you just about the restoration period. Okay. In other words, let's say you have a pastor that messed up. He messed up with a woman. They take him out the pulpit. Okay. All right. And they say, you know, uh, some, uh, there's some of the God, believe, I believe it's called two-year yeah, restoration or something like that. It may not be like that anymore. I don't know. But I, when I was there, it was two years. Okay, now watch this. Samson messed up. Mm -hmm. His mama kept saying, why don't you marry one of the girls here? But he liked Delilah. Okay, Delilah had an agenda. You got to remember, who are you dating? Do they have an agenda? Mm -hmm. Why do they like you? What do they want from you? You need to ask those questions in yourself. Okay, well, naturally, he, she wants to know where his strength at. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if she can find out where his strength at, she can make him weak. Yeah. See and what I'm saying? And she's going to get paid off. And she's going to get paid off. Now, why is it? That's what the devil's looking for, the weak place. Well, he said it was in my hair. He said, I took a vow, and I think it was a Nazarite vow, that a razor has never touched my head. So she, uh, he falls asleep. She cuts his hair off, and she says, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. He gets up to wipe them out like he normally did. Nothing. His strength is gone. Watch this. Now, watch this. Okay, you, got, you were told to sit down. You can't be in the pulpit no more. That's it. Some people call it sabbatical. Sometimes I call it punishment. But I leave that for another message sometime. Okay? I said, okay. And you're just sad. And you don't know what to do. You're embarrassed. You kind of withdraw. The public don't see you. Sound familiar? Okay. I don't know who you're thinking about, but it's happened all over the world. Samson's on the wristmet. Now they put his eyes out. Now he's blind. They're making fun of him, doing all this kind of stuff. Now listen to the analogy. This is a revelation. Everyone listen up here. He's going around the gristmill. His hair begins to grow back. Okay, you committed adultery or you did this and that. You still love God in your heart, but you, you're blind. 
the minutes is shot. You have nothing anymore, but your hair starts growing. In other words, Samson's anointing is coming back. Because his strength is in his head. Oh, I get the goosebumps. Yeah, he feels. Oh, he the begins to feel that. So yeah. all of a sudden, you begin to feel because you're in that that restoration. You begin to feel that anointing coming back because the gifts and the calling of God without repentance. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? Okay, man. After a while, you say, "I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to get back in that pulpit and start preaching because see, your hair's coming back." No, you're not ready to go back. How do you know, Brother Jesse, when you go back, when your eyes are healed? Mm -hmm. You see, with your anointing growing back, you're still blind. You've got to have somebody lead you. you. They had to lead Samson, see? And of course, he, he didn't did his know greatest where those feet. columns were. He, he had Brought a desire to, to pull them down. And he was supposed to destroy the Philistines, and he did calling. it in his last call. Mm -hmm. But see, some of you, 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 you're not ready to go back. But, but you, I know you're feeling it. Because I mean, your hair's growing back, but you're still blind. You wait till your eyes are healed. So no one will have to lead you. Then you'll know because then you're going to see with the eye of God instead of the eye of man. Does that make any sense That's to you? That's good stuff. That is good stuff. That's how you know when it's time to step back into that holy place. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Is when no one can have to lead you. Yeah, your anointing's back and your anointing's going to come back quicker than your eyes are going to get healed. But you know what? Once them eyes are healed, and then all you that's still trying to criticize that person, you shut your mouth because God put some signs around that seal of forgetfulness that says no, no trespassing. No, no fishing. Now you need to get rid of no fishing, no trespassing. And you need to get rid of your scuba gear because you're trying to go down there and get all you can get back. You understand what I'm saying? You'll, you may wind up drowning doing something like that. So that's what I'm talking about. So, so there may be some people here now. Maybe you're out of the ministry right now. You're trying to figure out ways to do this and all that like because your anointing's back. Oh, oh, don't make the mistake. Can you see? Mm. Can you see? Wait for your eyes to be healed. Yeah, they don't even realize they're naked. No, that's, the that's issue exactly there. the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never been blind. I thank God. I'm not, but I wonder blind people who dresses them. They may dress themselves, but can they really see how they look? Mm. But they said the other senses get way, way yeah. more powerful, and maybe they can. I don't know. I remember that time that blind person came up to me, yeah. and and I mean they were totally blind. They said, uh, "Brother Jesse, I just love you. I, I listen to your tape. I I I, 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 I want to know how you look. Can I touch your face? They touching me when I think about that. I said, uh, "Yes, sir," and he he did this. With his hands. With his hands. And I just let, he says, I know exactly how you look. Because you see, his senses were so powerful. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Right. And I really believe he probably had a better image of me than I had of myself. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I was kind of glad he didn't see my white hair. You know, whatever. I don't know. But I, I like that. You see, so he said, so I can see how you look. So it's the same way with Samson. Samson, or, or you, wait till your eyes get healed. So then you won't have to have somebody leading you. Mm -hmm. you can lead and then you'll take up that staff that God gave you. Yeah. If you're a pastor that messed up or an evangelist mm -hmm. or an apostle or you know, a, a prophet, right. a teacher, whatever, and you'll lead that nation out. That's right. But you're going to have to lead it with that whole armor of God on. That's right. That's true. Perfectly fit. Fully dressed. Designer class. And I'm pretty sure Equipped. Saul, when he thought about David, he said, well, we're going to lose another teenager today. Mm -hmm. Because who does he think he is not to wear the king's armor? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, now that's pretty nice to wear the king's armor. Mm -hmm. I don't care who that person is that you esteem highly. Yeah. Their armor doesn't fit that's you. That's right. Be yourself. You be yourself and find what you want. And God will honor you. We I hope you're enjoying this. uniqueness about oh, us that yeah. God so values. Let me go over these points. I, I wrote these. I don't know, Kathy. The one was the armor of God is the armor of light. That's or you're shining today. Mm -hmm. Or your battery is on, on low. Mm -hmm. You enjoy it when you're in full and proper relationship with God. In other words, you enjoy your armor. Mm -hmm. We learn to use this armor by watching and studying Jesus' life. And you never, and I didn't get on this enough. Let me get on this and we'll close. Yeah. Never continue your journey imperfectly armed. Satan attacks where there is weakness. I spoke a little bit about it. That's what he does. You know, we have knocked out six hurricanes in this hurricane. Say, coming toward New Orleans. Now, we didn't send them to Lake Charles. We don't no. do that. My all, God, yeah, I got partners in Lake that's Charles. That's right. All the forecasters had a bullseye oh. right on the city of New Orleans, which is maybe just 20 miles from where we are at today. And you know what me and Kathy did? And a lot of Christian people... We turn on a hard light, and boy, all of a sudden the devil goes, oh, I can't see where I'm going. Yeah. Let me go to the left. Let me go to the right. right. I can't see. You see, he couldn't, he couldn't come here. Right. We use the, the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit, which, which is, is in our, our mouth. It's the only offensive weapon in all of our armor. Everything else is defensive. Right. But the sword of the spirit is the offensive weapon, and so that's what you go towards. And it's a double-edged sword. You, it's right, and it's, it's the one that's going to give you now, victory every single time. What's time. amazing about a double-edged sword? I, I heard this from Billy Rash up in ba uh, Bakersfield. I call it Bakersfield. California. Yeah, California. He said, the word of God is a double-edged sword, so there must be other double-edged swords that the word of God is sharper than. So right. the word of God is a double-edged double sharper, sharper than, than any, any other. Yeah. So there must be other double-edged swords that, are, that the word of God is sharper than. than so, any, yeah. Now, what is a double-edged sword? It cuts the devil out of your life, but it also trims you. Yeah. One Keeps you fit. You see, if you're kind of getting in the sand, you're getting fat. They get a little tight. You see what I'm saying? Or you're not studying, you're shrinking up. You see what I'm saying? And I don't care how skinny you become, but after a while, if you put on something that's too big, it don't look right. I never forget, I've had it happen this one time in my life by this beautiful woman right here. I, have I never know my, what he's going to say. So let's listen. Do. I have fought my body all the time. I fight that. We've been losing weight. Well, I <laughs> Kathy walked up to me and she said, Jesse. And I didn't know what you're going to say, you know. When was this? This is several years ago when okay. I was on one of them losing weight bouts again, you know. Okay. <laughs> and she said, Jesse, don't wear that coat no more. It's too big. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I would have took her to Hawaii that night. He loved <laughs> Let's go, God. Music to his I ears. I finally found something too big. <laughs> what she was saying was, it doesn't fit. Mm, properly. That's my point. You don't walk this Christian journey with imperfect armor. Mm -hmm. The armor is perfect that God gives you. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into war. If you get hit and you get a piece hit, you fix that and you walk out there and the power of his might. Mm -hmm. And God will honor you and bless you. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoyed it today. And I want to say thank you once again. And I ended this all the time with all our wonderful partners who support our ministry. So we able to do these boardroom chats. We're leaving tonight to go preach at the church, fly back tonight. Kathy's flying over to one place uh, tomorrow night to preach. And why? That my pilot's going to fly back. I got to do some work here. And then I got to fly on another. We are going constantly yeah. all the and time. And we're in different places this different Sunday. Time. I'll be here at the yeah. church. You'll be in Texas. Yeah, we're Texas. preaching. I mean, it, we're a team apart and together. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. So thank you, partners, for supporting this ministry financially. 
My God, 100% of your giving, I have to say this, 100% goes in the world evangelism. We're totally, completely debt-free. All you that are watching today, thank you for sowing seeds into our ministry. We, it's not for us. Me and Kathy are taken care of. You know, we're not doing bad. We're doing pretty good, aren't we? I mean, God has blessed us beyond our wildest dreams. Why? Because of the 30, the 60, the 100 fold, the 1,000 time return that's on our lives. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to be a, a partner, I think some of you God is speaking to. You can do that. The amount is up to you. It doesn't make no difference to us. There's all kinds of ways you can do that. PayPal if you want to do it. Text to give. Uh, you can send a check if you want to the old way. Uh, you can go to jdm.org and that's our website and hit the donate button if you don't. If you do. If you don't want to, look at me. Don't. Please don't. Now you ain't going to hear preachers say that. Why? Because I want you to do what you want to do. Not what I, I want you to do, but I do know this. Knowing of increase is on me, and it's on this ministry. And, buddy, we know how to believe God with you and for you. So thank you for letting us, sending us to places that we could never go without your support. Now, that's a person walking around with the full armor of God on right. because they're thinking about the fellow soldiers. Mm -hmm. And let's go get someone free. There are a lot of people in bondage out there, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to say this about me and my wife. I bring joy. You can ask any preacher I prefer. That guy brings joy. I get rid of discouragement, despondency, sickness, disease. I'm not bragging on myself. Why? Because it's the whole armor of God. You know why I'm not bragging on myself? Because you can't recognize me. I have God's clothes on, the armor of light. So I come and let them see the Jesus they should be looking at. That's right. And it works not some of the time, but all the time. This is Jesse DePlanis and Kathy DePlanis. And to all you wonderful people watching today, we love you. There's never a day you, you will go without prayer. And I mean that sincerely. Partners, once again, thank you. We'll see you next time here in the Boardroom Chat. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.